Witnesses to genocide, doctors describe horrors in Gaza's hospitals. I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! with Dennis Moynihan in our weekly Breaking the Sound Barrier podcast. Gaza has become a dead zone. Says Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, director general of the World Health Organization, the WHO. As Israel's assault on the besieged Palestinian territory continues into its fifth month, statistics fail to describe the horror inflicted on the 2.3 million Palestinians trapped there. Gaza's hospitals have become battlegrounds themselves. I've been to over 40 different countries, um, you know, doing humanitarian work, uh, anywhere from in Africa, Asia, and uh, South America. And there, uh, what I saw in Khan Yunus were the most horrific scenes in my entire life, and, and I hope I never see them again." Said Dr. Yasser Khan, a Canadian ophthalmologist who recently returned from a humanitarian surgical mission at the European hospital in Khan Yunus in Gaza. He was speaking on the Democracy Now! News Hour. The majority of, of the patients that I treated were children, anywhere from the age of 2 to 17. I mean, I saw horrific eye and facial injuries that I've never seen before. Uh, eyes shattered in two six-year-old uh, children. With, uh, with shrapnel that I had to take out, eyes with, with shrapnel stuck inside, uh, facial injuries. I saw orthopedic injuries where, you know, limbs just cut off and dangling. I saw abdominal injuries that were just horrific. And it was just mass chaos. There's children on the floor, unattended to, uh, with head trauma, uh, people suturing patients without anesthesia on the ground. Southern Gaza's largest health facility, Nasser Hospital in Khan Yunus, stopped functioning on Sunday, February 18th, following a week-long Israeli military siege and raid. Dr. Ahmed Magrabi, chief of plastic surgery at Nasser, sent Democracy Now! a video describing when Israeli troops stormed the hospital at 1.30 Sunday morning. They bombed uh, and chilling the the third floor where I'm staying, exactly they targeted the orthopedic department. It was like chaos. Everybody running there and there. Uh, so I realized that it is invasion of IDF. As I started hearing some dogs at the hospital yards, and actually, yeah, they destroyed the back, back wall of the hospital and released their dogs. Uh, I changed my scrub I, uh, immediately, and I took this my clothes. Actually, I bought this my clothes, and uh, I ran away from the hospital with my family, with uh, many of patients. Videos Dr. Magrabi shared show blood-covered patients being dragged on gurneys along hospital corridors through dust and smoke-choked hallways lit only by flashlights. Days later, after being blocked by the Israeli army for two days, a team from the WHO made it into Nasser Hospital. One team member, Chris Black, posted a video describing the scene and their efforts to transport the most threatened patients. It's, uh, it's a heartbreaking situation. This hospital is the most important referral hospital south of Wadi Gaza. It's now on its knees. The entire neighborhood around here is damaged and destroyed. The hospital itself has no electricity, has no food, has no water. There's a, very few doctors and nurses. They're living here in the premises, working around the clock. WHO, OCHA, and the colleagues from UNICEF were trying our best to get at the most critical patients here. Working with the director of the hospital, he's identifying them 
We're trying to move them out. It's a slow process. We have four ambulances from the Palestinian Red Crescent Society. We can put two, maybe three patients in the most in these ambulances. The road coming in here is very, very hard to manipulate. We're going to be back here as long as it takes to make sure the patients that need more medical care can get to it where they need to. The World Health Organization is one of a score of agencies and organizations that comprise the Interagency Standing Committee, which coordinates global humanitarian aid. The committee issued a blistering statement Wednesday addressing the overall situation in Gaza. It read in part, quote, the health system continues to be systematically degraded, with catastrophic consequences. As of 19 February, only 12 out of 36 hospitals with inpatient capacity are still functioning, and only partially. There have been more than 370 attacks on health care in Gaza since 7 October. Diseases are rampant. Famine is looming. Water is at a trickle. Basic infrastructure has been decimated. Food production has come to a halt. Hospitals have turned into battlefields, one million children face daily traumas." Unquote. Dr. Irfan Galeria is a plastic and reconstructive surgeon who volunteered in Gaza with the humanitarian aid group MedGlobal. He wrote an op-ed published in the Los Angeles Times with the chilling headline, I'm an American doctor who went to Gaza. What I saw wasn't war, it was annihilation. Speaking on Democracy Now!, Dr. Galeria described Israel's was a deliberate attempt to incapacitate the healthcare system. The healthcare system in Gaza has collapsed. Hospitals have been targeted. They no longer have the physical capacity or space to care for their patients. Physicians are being killed. Healthcare workers are being killed. They're being targeted. They're being imprisoned. There's no medical aid or medical equipment that's coming through. Dr. Galeria concluded I've been in war zones, I've operated in small hospitals in Africa. I was n I thought I was going to be prepared, but I was not prepared for what I saw here. Targeting hospitals, as Israel's doing in Gaza with U.S. complicity, is a war crime. On Tuesday, a U.N. Security Council ceasefire resolution received a 13-to-1 vote. The U.S. was the sole no vote, using its veto power to kill the resolution, allowing the mass killing in Gaza to continue. I'm Amy Goodman with Dennis Moynihan.